What's up? And welcome to Espresso with Erin and Sarit, the show where you go to gain the confidence and self-empowerment that you need to live your best and most authentic life. Tough love conversations to reveal the simple truths that will transform your relationships, your body, and your bank account. We are your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Sarit. And we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. Good Monday. I almost said Friday. (laughs) And happy noon. You guys, today is another Movement Monday. And today we're going to be talking about, well... The reason why you guys are here on a Movement Monday is because, yes, we can talk about movements, which we do, and functionality and whatnot. But truthfully, if you're here, you're here for one reason and one reason only, and that's because you want to get jacked. Who here wants to get jacked? Let me see you drop a flex. So you guys, today we're going to be talking about the three types of muscle contractions that will help you to get jacked. But before that, we'll be doing you guys an extreme disservice if we won't get into some housekeeping things with some really cool uh, reminders slash announcement. Merch? Yeah. Yeah, we have a new merch drop. It is live on shop.erinandsarit.com for pre-order this week only. The 2nd through the 6th, I believe, is Friday. Monday to Friday. Monday through Friday. So don't tell us that we didn't tell you. Okay, you've already gone three emails from us and you're going to keep on getting an email from us every single day this week. I'm sure we'll also put that on the post-espresso email. But seriously, get your hands on all things EMS Army merch. It's super duper fun. This is the Army drop. The Army drop. Who's part of the Army? Yes. 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 And if you're a part of the Army, then I know you want to get jacked. So let's be like the boogie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's the one. Oh, man. This little bitch just got with your language. All right. We're just over here getting the in and today's <laughs> episode is brought to you by Hum. Oh, <laughs> just kidding. I feel like I'm in the Himalayas with this thing. Himalayas. But no, we're just, we're just over here getting eaten alive by all the like, all the things. So Let's talk about how we're going to get you, help you get jacked, especially in your midsection area, okay? So, can I say for the record, three, three muscle types of muscle contractions to get you jacked, also just three types of muscle contractions. <laughs> but if you do them, you can, and you get, do them consistently, you can get jacked. Yeah, but you guys, today we're going to go over specifically over your midsection area because honestly, we can break this episode literally into five parts. Every single movement has the ability for each of these contractions. Mm -hmm. So no matter what, it's good that you're aware of them. We're just going to make it part one. Today's going to be a part one. What would be part two? Upper body. We're going to do it for our upper body. Part three is going to be for... So those are like the details of the contractions. Yeah. Okay. 
All right, so today we're going to be talking about three types of muscle contractions to help you get a jacked midsection. Okay? Whoa. Ooh, let's talk about it. So, not to mention you have to uh, eat real food, not too much, mostly plants. Okay. Yes, yes. So the first thing to consider when it, I've gotten this question from so many of you guys, if I ever worked with you or if you've worked with our coaches. So I want a tighter midsection. What exercise do you recommend I do? Well, eat less shit and eat more better is exercise number one. Because the truth is, is that it doesn't matter how many muscular contractions you put your abs through, if there is a lot of fat that covers it, then what's gonna end up happening is that you're just, you're spending your time and effort not focusing on the main thing. And I feel like in this industry, it's like, Working out is motivating. Eating clean a lot of time is not motivating because you don't feel the like, oh my gosh, I just did this amazing workout and I can feel the burn or I can feel the sweat. It's just like you don't feel like immediate changes after you eat a clean meal. You're not like, wow, I ate some green beans. My I can feels see, tighter. yeah, or oh, I can see the fat melting off, but you can feel like your abs burning let's say from an ab circuit or something, okay? Now, just because your muscles are burning doesn't mean that you're burning the fat, okay? That is something that we um, definitely need to consider. And that doesn't, that doesn't just go for your midsection, that actually goes for every part of your body. If you wanna get jacked to any degree, the first thing that we have to look at is what's your nutrition? It's a, it's a combination, yeah. You know, I, I don't think anyone would disagree that you have to be consistent with eating relatively well and to see the jackedness, if you will. So muscle and fat are two completely different types of tissue. Um, when you feel burning, it's not fat. Fat doesn't burn. It comes or it goes. That's it. So, um, so you, you know... Yeah, you, you have to incorporate lifestyle habits that will help you to boost your fat burning process, which has everything to do with your metabolism. And then, you know, you're going to take the burn to another level once you, you know, like have a, a better understanding of, you know, certain things that should be done more often and that sort of thing. So, you guys, in the human body there is basically three types of muscle contractions okay contraction number one is isometric okay basically what an isometric contraction is that means that you are not changing the angle of your muscle while it's contracting okay it's not shortening it's not lengthening it's like it's still around the same size while causing the contraction with regards to a concentric contraction on the other hand, you are shortening your muscle in order to make it contract, okay? So as I'm saying these things, I want you to think, knowing in your exercise encyclopedia, knowing what you know now, okay, so like, what movements will go under that category, okay? And then exercise number three is an exercise that will incorporate lengthening 
of your muscle tissue in order to make it contract, okay? So really, if you wanna get jacked, you want to stimulate your muscle tissue in as many ways as possible, right? Um, otherwise, you're just leaving a lot of room for error on the table because you're not contracting it to all the degrees that that muscle was designed to contract, okay? So, um, oh, that's a great way to do you it. see, okay, if this is the, the fist, yeah, it looks like a chef hat. <laughs> This is a Ninja Turtle fist. Except so, that this is also an arm, not your abs. Yeah, but I, but I want to give you just an idea of the difference of these, okay? Or when we're talking about lengthening and shortening versus contracting with no lengthening or shortening, okay? So, I put the camera very much on you. Okay, so if, if uh, you're... We're gonna go over this with like the midsection right now with your abs specifically. But if your arm is like this, your bicep is shortening. So it shortens up, right, here. But as I extend and it lengthens, that's here, right? So in each of these, there's a different type of muscle contraction. And if I were just to hold a weight like this, and I'm contracting muscle, but there's no change in the angle of the joint that affects that muscle, then that's isometric. There's no, no, no change in length. Yeah. And each of these are a change in length, but in a specific direction. So we can go right with this. Yeah. So let's begin with isometric. And for each um, contraction, we'll give you guys like three examples. Because honestly, like you can put just by having three examples of each and doing different sequences, you can come up with like numerous workouts. And I guarantee you that if you were to just follow that, um, you know, for 30 days on top of eating clean, you're definitely going to start seeing a difference. Here's a good way to remember it too. Concentric, contract. Eccentric, extend. Iso, no. I mean, and these are all contractions, but concentric, contract makes you think of like the, oof, like the contraction. When you have contraction, we have a baby, like the shit flexes. Ah! Right? Okay, great. Cool. All right. So um, let's begin with isometric. What are different isometric... Are you being the movement model? Huh? Are you being the movement model? If you want me to. Well, you went over there. Go. Okay, so what are three examples of isometric contractions for your abs? Okay, so the first one that we're going to think of is what we call your plank, right? Like... When you are holding a plank, the angle in your abs does not change. <laughs> you're holding it. It's like, you know, you're, you're keeping the same thing, basically like the same, the same angle the entire time. Okay, so... There's no, there's no movement, but... The muscles are engaged. Right. The muscles are engaged. Plank, side plank, 
anything basically with no motion, but the, you know the muscles are working. Side plank, no motion, especially in this area, because there, there is a field where there is motion, but around the body, but not in this area, right? So side plank, for example, see this? It's contracting, but I'm not moving, okay? Um, and of course, there's different variations to planks, side planks. How about dead bugs? So like my arms and my legs are moving, but here, it's not like anything else is moving. There's still though, think about it, there's still a contraction. Right, right, there is a contraction. Absolutely. So, so, okay, so there's still isometric and essential. So think about hold a dead bug. This is the isometric. Nothing's happening. Now, if your hip joints, because you have ab muscles that connect to your hips, so if the angle of your hip changes, there is an, either an isometric or, or there's either a concentric or an eccentric contraction happening. When you extend it, it's an eccentric, it's extending. When you bring it back, concentric, boom, right? Yay, give it up for three holding that <laughs> So, you know, if you were to hold it still, isometric, extend, boom, bring it out, that's right. Extend, now we're eccentric, now. How about, what if we were to tie up a, a band to the pull-up bar and we were to just pull down? I mean, we're getting like unrealistically complicated. I know, but that's an ISO. That would be an ISO for your shoulders, for your upper body. But if you start moving limbs, it's still, yeah. No, I'm saying if you're just holding this, that's considered to be ISO. Or a great ISO is there, but like glute bridge ISO. Right. Okay. So, so anyways, right, what's so, the purpose? What's the purpose of each of these? Why do we care? All right. So here, another great example for, for an isometric contraction for, for your core would be like holding here. Okay. Like nothing in your core changes. So this is just for the sake of us giving you three examples for each. So in isometric, you can do basically any kind of hold. Okay, any kind of hold or any kind of carry, you can do a plank, you can do a side plank. Okay, those are isometric. Um, what's the purpose of this? What, why do we care to know the difference between isometric, concentric, and eccentric? Because when, when somebody goes to work out, they're like, oh, I'm going to do sit-ups. Cool. Each of those contractions are happening, but why does it matter if it's isometric, concentric, or eccentric? Well, I know that for, for health reasons, knowing whether something is isometric or not could... If you have high blood pressure... Right, would, would deter me from prescribing something to somebody, aka if somebody has high pressure, we'll, we'll want to stay away from isometric. Right, so I, I would say the other benefit of understanding the difference between isometric or um, concentric and eccentric 
is like manipulation of the joint. Muscles develop in different ways depending on the type of exercise that you do. So now, for those of you who were listening to our pull-up progression, and first it was like banded pull-ups, negatives, naked, and then it was jumping pull-ups, and then we had negatives. Why negatives? What is the negative pull-up? It's strictly an eccentric muscle contraction. It's strictly one part of it. That's it. Then you jump back up and you lower yourself down. If it's only one part of the contraction, what is the purpose? Why aren't we do it, trying to do the whole thing? Because you can hold more load. Your body can, uh, can handle more load in an eccentric contraction. So you can think of the eccentric contraction as usually the easier part of the lift. It's me going down in the squat. I can have way more weight on my back that I can lower into the squat than I can push up. I have more control over lowering my body from the bar than I do pulling it up. So you notice, if you've ever noticed, one part of a movement is harder than the other part. When you go to do a lunge, what's the hard part? Getting down to the floor or getting back up off the floor? Because one's an eccentric and one is concentric. And the concentric contraction is always the more difficult part. So if you feel weak in a certain movement, there's benefit to doing only the eccentric load. Mm -hmm. Only the easier part. Overloading your muscles with more than what you could push up or however you could get out of a certain movement. For a bench press, you can lower more weight down to your body than you can press. So if you were doing negative, or you're doing the eccentrics of a bench press to get stronger, you would have somebody behind you who has the strength to be able to lift up the bar. And you would just do the negative part, have them help you. And you would do the negative part, same with push-ups. You want to get stronger push-ups. You go here, you just lower your body to the floor as slow as you can. And then just warm it up. Start again. So, you know, the, the benefit in understanding the difference between these contractions is, you know, you can manipulate the movements that you do if you're trying to get stronger at something by only doing one portion of the contraction, of one portion of the movement. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and by having a, a broader understanding of everything, you have that higher level of awareness, which allows you to manipulate things more. Okay, and that's why you want to implement all three types of contractions for that same exact reason, because each one has a different purpose and each one has a time and a place. Okay, all right, so let's move into examples of concentric. Okay, so basically concentric is when your muscle shortens. Okay, so what? They were saying a bunch of stuff about somebody yelling and some moaning, but I think it was the kids in the swimming pool. I didn't hear it. I didn't hear oh, anything. I didn't hear anything <laughs> They're like, who is yelling and screaming? Only thing I can think of is that there's kids in the pool. Yeah, there is a pool. Like I don't know what kind of swimming they're doing, though, based off of your guys' comments. It was a swimming lesson. I don't know what kind of swimming lesson. Okay, so okay. concentric means that you are shortening the muscle okay so the first thing the most common 
okay? Trunk related or midsection related concentric exercise is our dearly beloved sit-ups, right? However, every part that has a concentric segment also has an eccentric segment. If it takes a movement to shorten it, then it takes a movement to get it back to where it was, which means lengthening it back, okay? Just like for every action, there's a reaction. So in the setup, okay, I want you to think about which element is the concentric and which is the eccentric. Concentric is when it shortens, right? Right here, we're shortening, okay? Eccentric going back out. Okay, concentric, we are shortening the muscle, and then eccentric, going back out. That's what we feel the negative, right? That's why you're able to manipulate the muscle at any part of the movement. So now, let's think about, okay, what are other trunk-related exercises that involve a concentric and an eccentric? Um, by the way, I just realized that I completely butchered sit-ups. What I just did were crunches. Those were not sit-ups. I was wondering, but... Those were not sit-ups. You should have called me out on it. Shame on me for saying that because that's completely different. So a sit-up has a way greater range of motion. Okay, you're literally sitting all the way up. Still the, it's still the same it's concept. still the same concept, okay? So concentric, coming down, mm -mm. eccentric, going back. What? Oh, yeah, you're right. You said coming down, going back. What, coming what do you, down to your toes. Coming up to your toes? Coming up to your toes. <laughs> English. Eccentric, going back, okay? Concentric, moving forward, eccentric, going back. Okay, so now, let's try something else. Let's try something else. And I want to challenge you guys because this is how you learn. The next time you work out, or the next time you see somebody working out, like think about, okay, what contraction is happening in their body right now? You know? Can you scoot back a little bit? So, let's think about the ab wheel, right? The first thing that happens in the ab wheel, like if we're thinking about it, if we were to just hold here, then what's happening, you guys? This is isometric, right? Like the muscle is contracting and nothing is moving, okay? However, if I go all the way down, what's happening? We're lengthening, okay? That's eccentric. Going back, concentric, okay? So isometric would just be me holding here for one minute. If I was to hold for one minute, everything would shake because it's already shaking, okay? And then eccentric is going all the way down. The muscle is lengthening and contracting as I'm going back up. That's why at the end you feel the And that's why a lot of times when you see people doing ab wheels, you'll see them do this. They go booty up. <laughs> I 
I mean, it's, it's it still hurts. But where where are you it's at? It's still working it, not as much as you can actually exploit the muscle tissue, but it's still happening. All right. Hi, Teresa and Lori and Brandy and Courtney and Jesse and Tawny and Lauren and Leah and Pamela and Lisa and Catherine and Zane Child. What a sweet name. Ooh, is that and Liz and Nina. Okay, I've gone. And right, Joni so and Miriam. Okay, I went really far. So Let's think about other movements that we see in our workouts, okay? Let's think about knee-ups, for example, okay? So in our knee-ups, we start here. That is eccentric, concentric. Eccentric, concentric. Eccentric, concentric. V-ups, eccentric, <laughs> Fucks fucked up centric. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so eccentric as I'm going in. No. That was funny to watch. Eccentric as I'm going in. Eccentric going back. Okay. Any questions? Basic takeaway: isometric means that the angle is not moving at all. Concentric. It's closing. Eccentric, it's lengthening. That's your biggest takeaway. And the reason why you want to know these things is because if you manipulate your muscle tissue with more contractions, you're able to obviously execute better. That's a part of conditioning your muscle tissue. If you're only executing your muscle tissue in like one way, there's lots of room that you're leaving on the table with regards to how much strength you can develop and what kind of size you're going to develop, okay? And that's why, you know, when it comes to training, quantity has, has a quality in its own. You know, with that being said, we're talking about size. Yeah. Each of these types of contractions also encourage different shape the muscle. If you're doing a lot of isometric stuff, your muscles aren't really going to grow, but they will get a lot more stable. Um, you can build endurance. Um, none of these is right or wrong or better or worse. You they're, need to have all. They're all just different. That's why we this why we do such a variety in the UTC, the underground training club. We do all of these kinds of movements, all of these kinds of contractions. They're all important. Um, if we're doing a lot of concentric, there's a lot more strength or power that can be involved in that. And if we're doing more eccentric, that's size, that's growth. Mm -hmm. So. That's why you'll see a lot of dudes who want to grow their biceps to 1,000, 1,000, 3, 1,000. And then swing it up. Hey, and, yeah. and, and I'm not even gonna hate on the swing. If there's an intention to the swing, People have watched us do butterfly pull-ups and be like, that's not a real pull-up. I'm like, well, you have to, you have to know the intention. So mm -hmm. I, I really try not to judge anybody for what they're doing unless it just looks absolutely absurd. But even then, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe there's a reason for it. I can't think of any, but that doesn't mean there isn't one. So, you know, it's always like have an intention for, you know, why you're doing what you're doing. Um, 
And you know, our intention in this video is to help you to understand more of what you're actually doing and what the purpose is. Yeah, because when you can understand more, you can execute better, right? Like if you're just doing it for the sake of doing it without a deeper reasoning, eventually just go through the motions. Yeah. Like, why am I doing Yeah, yeah. That's why, that's why you see so many people in this world who go to the gym, who have gym memberships, who do whatever programs, but how many of them actually like look the part? That's because you need to have a level of understanding with regards to all of the disciplines that are involved. Movement well, is one of them. Like you're not gonna get jacked without movement. That's like, that's just the reality of it. What part are, are people trying to look? Well, I think it's all personal. Right, so look the part is, is a little bit less relevant than not seeing change. Yes. Right, and what you think is what you mean. Mm -hmm. Where language barrier, like a lot of people go to the gym and they go in day in, day out, and they're doing the same routine and there's not a lot of change. There's no change. What's the point of going? Mm -hmm. And that's why a lot of people give up. Now, if you don't have an understanding as to why you need to be doing what you're doing, then you're gonna hit up, you're gonna hit a slump in a sense where you're gonna be like, why bother? Now, if I know why I should be doing X, Y, and Z, then I have a lot. Right? Like, with regards to anything that you do in life, unless you have a why to it, then eventually you're going to stop doing it. Okay? So, that does it for today. We hope that you found value from today's conversation. If you did, and you have Like, share, more, subscribe. Yeah, like, share, subscribe, all the things. Um, you know, you guys, truly all we want to do by the end of the day is help you guys live your utmost best life and we know that if you're not feeling the best about you then you just won't have the courage or confidence to do that because here's the thing greatness was not meant to be convenient but if you're feeling confident and strong and unfuckwithable then guess what nothing's gonna come in your way okay so, um, and by the way, in the case that you're dropping in for the first time and you're hearing a conversation like this and you're like, man, I don't know if they have any training programs, we'd love to check it out. Yes, we do. Um, just head on over to our website, erinandsarif.com. If you're more of a beginner or an, an intermediate, you should definitely check out um, anywhere along our burn zone series, burn zone one through four to see where you're at and what will best serve you. If you're more advanced, then go ahead and check out the underground training club. Okay. This is the program that Aaron and myself follow. A bunch of you guys follow that too. Um, that's where we really go down with the hard knocks. Okay. Best way possible. I don't even know what that means, but I felt like saying it. So when you're a foreigner, you say whatever you want and you hope that it delivers well. Um, and that does it for today, you guys. Tomorrow is Q&A day. So please go ahead and ask and, and post all of your questions in the form that will be dropped. And remember, 
merch drop is happening pre-orders this week, August 2nd to August 6th. So get your ENS Army order and we will catch you tomorrow at noon Eastern. And to answer Tiffany's question real quick, we do have somebody on our staff who does one-on-one -on -one personal training. So if you are interested, reach out to us at admin at arianstreet.com. Yes. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Suri. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsuri.com, to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review. Wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Erin and Sarit.